0: All
1: elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: A big signing reported for WWE. Strong words from CM Punk. And could Conor McGregor win the Royal Rumble? For Wednesday, January the 8th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
0: What is next for Mercedes Martinez then? Oh, you haven't seen the last of Mercedes Martinez. Just cause this is the May Young Classic doesn't mean the WWE universe have seen the last of the Latina sensation. There's still more sensation to go around here. So this is not the last.
1: <laughs> this comes from SoCal Censored. They say that their sources have confirmed that WWE have signed independent standout Mercedes Martinez. She is very much regarded as one of the top indie wrestlers on the planet right now. She started training with Jason Knight back in 2000, made her debut in the same year as well. And since then, she's been on a tear. Uh, she was a major part of Shimmer. Uh, she works; for, She's worked for multiple promotions up and down the country in America and all over the world as well. Uh, she was at AEW's All Out back in August last year, one of the final entrants in the Casino Battle Royale. So it shows that AEW were incredibly high on her as well. Uh, she's worked as part of NXT and she was in the May Young Classic as well uh, on both occasions. She was in the tournament, didn't quite make it through uh, to the finals on that. But the fact they brought her back for two years running says that WWE are very much keeping an eye on her. Last year, she was named the 2019 Indie Wrestler of the Year uh, by Ring the Bell. And Squared Circle Sirens as well also said she was... One of the best uh, listing her as their 2019 Indie of the Year as well. Sports Illustrated uh, gave her uh, one of the top spots in the top women's wrestlers of the year for 2019. She was 10th in that. So there's a lot of people around the world that have been pulling for Mercedes Martinez. And it's great to hear that uh, she signed to WWE and she is expected to report to the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida at the end of this month. When we know more, you will know more. The Miz was the guest on WWE Backstage this week. At the end of the show, he does a video for Twitter where he talks about what a great experience it was. In true Miz style, he's saying, oh, it was probably the best episode that there's ever been. And then obviously there was a few looks around his colleagues there, to which he responded with, oh, I'm sorry I didn't change the culture, referencing the line that CM Punk dropped when he made his return to WWE on backstage last year. Uh, Punk saw this and tweeted uh, quite... An aggressive response uh, which suggested, how can I do this politely, suggested that The Miz perform a mouth-based sex act on a blood money covered long love length in Saudi Arabia you effing dork. That's the the nice way I can do it. The tweet has since been deleted. Um, I'm sure if you are savvy enough on, on the internet, you will find the tweet. It's, it's now out there for life, isn't it? Uh, CM Punk hasn't been on WW backstage in several weeks. Uh, he's about to make his third appearance on the 21st of January. And a tweet like this is surely going to add some intrigue for the show that he returns back on, um, CM Punk is not an employee of WWE. He is absolutely not. So to make comments regarding blood money in Saudi Arabia uh, isn't sort of breaking any sort of contracting law with them. He's an employee with Fox. It was a, a very aggressive blast uh, for an innocuous comment from the miss. You know. Problem is with Twitter. If you're in a bad mood and you're looking at Twitter, uh, it, it normally that bad mood that bad mood resonates on Twitter, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, the Miz hasn't responded to this. In fact, the Miz has deleted uh, his entire video, uh, so he wants nothing to do with any of this. And CM Punk, consequently, has deleted his tweet as well. Uh, when we know more on this, uh, we will we will let you know. It is leading to a lot of um, critique for punk on social media i think the, the 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 language that he used a lot of people have connoted uh, rightly so was pretty homophobic um so hence why the tweets come down uh, very aggressive start to wednesday on twitter um and if we have more on it we will let you know back to wrestling let's talk about wrestling scott steiner Bring in the WrestleMaths to NWA Power. He was introduced by Nick Oldis as the third member of Team Oldest. They're having a match next week on NWA Power uh, that uh, it will feature the Steiner, the Steiner Wildcards team uh, facing Robert Gibson and two other superstars in a six-man tag. If if um, Robert Gibson is successful with his teammates, then Ricky Morton. His tag team partner in the Rock and Roll Express will actually get an NWA title match against Nick Altis. So the stakes are high in a six-man tag next week. And it's good to see Scott Steiner in NWA made the big entrance through the crowd. I feel like there might have been some sort of music-based botch with that because on on the show, it sounds like the WWE's Scott Steiner theme over the top of something else. And I've listened very, very carefully. And I'm sure it sounds like Scott Steiner is walking to the ring to Marty Skulls music, which obviously makes no sense because that's Marty Skulls music. Sounds like it might have been a, a, a technical flub that they've had to cover for at NWA. They don't play music that often at NWA, so it's it's an easy mistake to make. Um, but if you watch it, I think you can just about hear like the the heavy drum beats from Marty Skull's music and you can hear a few members of the NWA Faithful going whoop whoop which makes me think that was what was playing. But Scott Steiner, back to him. Uh, Scott Steiner looking great, as he is one to do. He is basically a wrestling journeyman at this point. He just sort of goes here, there, and everywhere. Had Had a fun short run at Impact Wrestling. A couple of short runs at Impact Wrestling as it happens. Uh, Also was part of Chikara's King of Trios at the end of last year, teaming with Jordan Grace and Petey Williams. They're just a phenomenal tag team. So Steiner's just... I don't think this is a full-time gig for Steiner. This is Scott Steiner making um, maybe a one-off appearance. I know that the match in question that he has has already been taped. It's already in the can and it's out next week. Uh, But Scott Steiner may very well be just a short burst in nwa but it's good to see him nwa power was really good last night it was a really fun episode of nwa power and if you are looking i know there's a lot of wrestling around but if you haven't yet checked out nwa power i find it's a really nice palate cleanser for, for, for when you've eaten too much wrestling Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks was being interviewed by the Commercial Appeal, and he talked about long-term booking in AEW. There is very much a feeling that AEW are staying in their lane with feuds they've got bubbling over, and they're taking their time with them. And it's a very different style to what a lot of other wrestling companies are doing at the moment. A lot of feuds, especially in WWE, seem very... Uh, very quick and instant and there's not much in the way of a slow build these days and I love a slow build Uh, Matt Jackson on the subject of the booking process for AEW said we want long term nuanced stories and sometimes you have to struggle and suffer a little bit to get to the climax of the story wrestling fans are just so used to getting exactly what they need at the snap of a finger now and AEW certainly is not uh, in a rush to to push any matches out there as I've said on this pod if that is the case, don't give us Cody and MJF until the end of this year. Hold it off for a year. Keep it bubbling for a year. I mean, they might still do. We, we, we're we going to get the response tonight for uh, from Cody uh, as regards to MJF's challenge and his stipulations for the match they may have at Revolution. That'll be on NWA Power later on tonight. Some more slow, nuanced booking. <laughs> PW Insider are reporting that Ruby Riot was spotted at the WWE Performance Center in the last week. Uh, Ruby uh, is there to be uh, checked over by the doctors to monitor her progress. She has had two shoulder surgeries. Uh, Back in the spring last year, uh, it looked like Ruby could be back early 2020. We did have conversations about this, saying that Ruby Riot could very well be a part of the Royal Rumble. No update on how she is progressing, though. Uh, but it's a good sign that she's uh, she's showing her face at the Performance Center, obviously up and about. And uh, fingers crossed for a, a speedy full recovery for Ruby Riot. On the subject of injuries, uh, Booker T's Hall of Fame podcast welcomed Ember Moon, uh, who is out of action at the moment with an Achilles rupture. She actually told the story about how that Achilles rupture happened. She said, so we were in San Francisco for a Raw and a SmackDown. I made it to the hotel, getting ready to do SmackDown the next day. And they said, Ember, you're in the 24-7 title run because Carmella won the night before. You know what's weird? when you know you have a bad feeling about something. So I had a feeling and I said, okay, cool. So Ember Moon is going to be a part of uh, the chase sequence uh, for the 24-7 title. This was the night that Carmella beat Truth for it and suddenly now all the women are going for it. I almost literally caught Truth and Carmella, says Ember Moon, right before they went through the curtain. I'm going full speed and I had to hit the brakes. I felt a pop. I felt like it felt like a scratch. Literally, it was like, oh, that feels weird. Moon then said that she made it back home to Dallas and she had no idea how bad her injury was. And there was no bruising. There was no swelling. But she just said her foot felt weird. And it was a few hours after she'd got home that she realized something was wrong. Uh, because she couldn't put any weight on her foot, she was just walking across her house, and she just completely hit the deck. Uh, it turns out an Achilles rupture, and she's out of action uh, until it's all back to normal. Sending, uh, as with Ruby Riot, sending uh, a wishes for a spool, a full and speedy recovery for Ember Moon, <coughs> former WWE developmental talent Eric Angle, the brother of Kurt Angle. Uh, pleaded guilty this week for his role in an underground group manufacturing and selling steroids on the dark web. This comes from Cleveland.com. It says that Eric Angle was in a group that sold uh, steroids through underground internet sites. He had two other people uh, that he did this with, and they're all going on trial next week. Uh, however, yesterday, Eric Angle pleaded guilty to the charge. And uh, we're waiting now to hear what his sentence will be. Matt Hardy listed as a SmackDown star despite appearing on Raw. This was an unusual spot on wwe.com but matt hardy has addressed it he said ever since i returned last february i've been listed on the smackdown roster when i performed on raw in november and december i wasn't ever officially put on the raw roster saw several websites suggesting that i'd switched roster pages but that is not the case call me matt hardy in limbo until march the 1st in which case you can walk away from limbo and to somewhere new probably aew (laughs) Congratulations to Angelo Dawkins, who's broken the news that he is going to become a dad. One half of the Street Profits shared the pictures with himself and his good lady uh, in which they shared photos of the scans with the hashtag July 2020. Congratulations to Angelo Dawkins. That baby is going to have all the smoke. The University of Minnesota wrestling team have announced on Twitter that Brock Lesnar is now an honorary coach. They are having a Brock party in his honor to commemorate this announcement. Uh, Brock Lesnar was a big part of the University of Minnesota's wrestling team in the year 2000. Uh, He won the NCAA Heavyweight Championship and so much of that he owes to the minnesota wrestling team at the university Uh, many times he's actually been back to the university to lend advice and and host training seminars and stuff and now he is an honorary coach congratulations to brock lesnar sports betting have put up their odds for the royal rumble there's 50 odd names in this list Some of them are quite obvious, which we've talked about. Your Roman Reigns, your AJ Styles and the like. However, there is some very peculiar names in there. And I think it's fun just to reel off some of the names that sports betting are allowing you to have a punt on for the Royal Rumble. Tyson Fury is 25 to 1. Fair enough. A few wrestlers in there as well, like guys who've not been around that long or have been around in a while. John Cena is 25 to 1. The Rock is 40 to 1. Edge is 40 to 1. Uh, Triple H, 66 to 1, as is The Undertaker. 100 to 1, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Shawn Michaels is 100 to 1 as well. And then it gets a bit weird. 100 to 1 odds on YouTube star Logan Paul winning the Royal Rumble. Okay, Uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Mojo Rawley's mate, 100 to 1. Hulk Hogan is 100 to 1 to win the Royal Rumble according to sports betting. And also at 100 to 1, Conor McGregor winning the 2020 Royal Rumble. If you're not massively au fait with how betting odds work, basically, if you were to spend a dollar on Conor McGregor, potentially winning the Royal Rumble through sports betting. If he won it, you'd win $100. There's part of me that goes, for the sake of like a pound or a dollar, you could make 100 quid. (laughs) It won't happen. It won't happen. I just like that Conor McGregor's in the conversation. And finally, if you are in the Yorkshire area in the United Kingdom and you want to do your bit to help the aid in Australia where those fires are just decimating massive parts of the country uh, independent wrestler Tel banham has got a few people together to do something to raise money for a very worthy cause in australia here is tell to tell you a little bit more about it I just saw the videos and the images of the kangaroos and the koalas and reading the the facts that koalas could be going extinct from this and and the dehydrated. I feel a little bit helpless. I was like, well, we can do something, can't we? We can put on a wrestling show. You can do what we know to do, and I can gather people around. And within 48 hours with an idea... We have managed to put on a show. All the talent is putting their fees into the charity as well. So we are raising money for the Macquarie Koala Hospital, and that is based in the north coast of New South Wales, just towards the north of Sydney, and that's where a lot of the fires are, are, have been happening. Part of Koala Conservation Australia, the Wildlife Rehabilitation Centre, and they have like eight ICUs. So what, what we're hoping to do by raising money is is that we're hoping that because it can only house up to 100 koalas, they need more facilities because obviously there's more and more koalas going in there at the moment. The show Koala Slam is happening on Friday, the 17th of January, uh, 22 Branch Road in Batley. It's the UKW training facility there, and all the money is raising funds for the Macquarie Koala. Hospital. If you want to get your tickets, you can do so by going to ringsideworld.co.uk. And if you're going along next Friday, have an amazing time. You're doing something wonderful for an incredible cause. Thank you to Tal Bandham for being a part of the podcast this morning. And that'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News. A little bit later on today, myself and Jack the Jobber will be on the Cultaholic YouTube channel giving our predictions for NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. We are going to do some live reactions on Saturday. So if you want to watch along with us, you will be able to. But we've got to do the predictions first, so we'll do that a little bit later on. And on the podcast feed later on as well, a brand new year for Desert Island Graps. And we welcome the first guest of the year, British Wrestling's own Chuck Mambo. We are in conversation talking about not just wrestling, but we're talking about surfing. And we're talking about accidentally exposing yourself on the beach among other things among other things i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us i love you bye
0: head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie all of us strangers starring paul Mescal and andrew scott